Welcome to Despirituality. Uh, we know we've been hearing from uh, a lot of our listeners and uh, people listening to the podcast have been talking to us and giving us feedback about how they're using it. And so thank you for listening. Thank you for listening in the early morning. Those of you who are on the road at 4 or 5 or 6 a.m. and are listening to it, uh, thank you for listening to it on your breaks uh, at work, uh, at home, as family, with friends, using it in your studies. We're excited about it. We're trying to get better and better at it. And your input and thoughts have helped a lot. A lot of you have talked about how you've enjoyed them and want us to have some older, uh, more experienced age people. Uh, I think I qualify as older, but some of you feel like, you know, we go young. So we're going to try and get that in there. There have been requests for more women. And today we're going to have uh, 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 we're going to have uh, Mike and Amy Query and and Cameron Straw together. So we're trying. It's hard to schedule. A lot of people are really busy in their schedules, as you can imagine. So it's tough to get the guests to come on in at the time we're running them. Uh, today, we're going to give you something in, uh, that I think we're going to all enjoy a lot, uh, a, a podcast that came out of uh, my thinking and talking with a lot of people uh, about guilt. The theme of the podcast is not guilt, it's forgiveness, but guilt is a major driver of behavior, and a lot of us don't know how to handle it. I know I'm one of those people who don't know how to handle it, don't know how to resolve it, don't know how to talk about it, don't know how to figure out the difference between false guilt and, and true guilt, because sometimes we can feel guilty we, we, for things we shouldn't feel guilty about. I've had a lot of conversations after giving one talk on this with different people, and uh, just the other day, a great friend of I, mine and I, we had a tremendous conversation about it. We're both a little OCD-ish in the way we deal with our guilt, so we can't get things out of our mind after we've even dealt with it and talked to people. We still keep thinking about it, running it over in our heads, and we were talking about kids who grow up in churches that are going by uh, all the different, dare we call it, quote-unquote rules of the church, because that's how they see it before they have faith, and that it's really difficult because a lot of teenagers and middle schoolers start feeling tremendous and incredible guilt uh, and don't know how to deal with it, don't know how to handle it. And forgiveness is that path, and this podcast is uh, the journey that we'll try to take uh, over the next uh, several episodes, or at least three, maybe more. Uh, so let's start out by talking about forgiveness we're going to do a little different today. I'm going to lay out a little groundwork for you, and then we're going to bring in and, 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 our, and our guest and have a conversation about it. Uh, and so the, the thinking behind it is this. Forgiveness is absolutely necessary because we're all assaulted by storms of guilt, and we'll be talking about that in a minute. Storms of guilt that leave us feeling frustrated, distant, and distrusting. Storms of guilt that can even lead to us getting into religious humanism where we don't really take our Christianity and our faith in our heart it's all intellectual because we can't bear to look inside and see what's unresolved, unfinished uh, in, in our minds and hearts. Um, sometimes it's secular humanism. We just say, bag it. I don't want to have to think about this, so I'm not even going to go to church. I'm not going to read the Bible because all the Bible does is make me feel guilty. We want to tackle those storms of guilt. And really, until we get forgiveness right, our relationship is, with God is broken. And so a lot of what we're going to dig into is that as well. So to start out in this first episode— on forgiveness, let's have a few thoughts on guilt. Guilt, number one, is staggering. It's emotionally staggering. Psalm 3110, my life is exhausted from sorrow, my years from groaning. My strength staggers under the weight of my guilt and my bones waste away. I don't know about you, but I've had a lot of times in my life where the guilt was so heavy, I could feel it physically, and that's what it's talking about when it says guilt is staggering. Guilt is ignored. Psalm 36, 1 through 2 in the God's Word translation. There's an inspired truth 
about the wicked person who has rebellion in the depths of his heart. He is not terrified of God. He flatters himself and does not hate or even recognize his guilt. We ignore guilt when it makes us feel bad, and it always does. And the problem is once we ignore the guilt, we invariably begin to ignore God. But guilt can be ignored. It's the way we choose to deal with it when we have no answers for it. And if you're out there and you've been like me, there have been times where I just don't want to think about it. I don't want to feel it. Guilt is overwhelming. In Psalm 38, verse 4, in the NIV, my guilt has overwhelmed me like a burden too heavy to bear. Psalm 38, verse 4. And remember, the reason guilt can be overwhelming is, one, it just makes us feel terrible, and we can't get it off our mind. If you're like me, I'm a little OCD-ish. I talked about my friend. Just get these thoughts in my head. I can't get them out. I can't let them go. And it gets overwhelming. Now, here's the worst part. When you start feeling guilty for something you shouldn't even feel guilty about. You're maybe sitting there right now going, man, I feel guilty about 25 things. But the truth is you should only feel guilty about one. But we feel guilty about the 24, and that just overwhelms us. Guilt increases anxiety. In Psalm 38, verse 18 in the Amplified Version, for I do, I do confess my guilt and iniquity. I'm filled with anxiety because of my sin. It's an incredible thing when we already have anxiety about the stress of life and then it's compounded by guilt. Guilt can increase our anxiety and guilt is painful. Psalm 40, verse 12. This is in the Passion Translation, TPT. Evil surrounds me. Problems greater than I can solve come one after another. Without you, I know I can't make it. My sins are so many, I'm so ashamed to lift my face to you. For my guilt grabs me and stings my soul until I'm weakened and spent. Guilt is painful. It can, it can give you a headache. It can give you a backache. It can just grab your soul. You can feel a pain that's what I would describe as psychic. It's internal. It's a combination of emotional, almost psychological, in the way that it twists, turns, and brings upheaval to the way you look at life. Guilt is people-proof. What's this all about? That at the end of the day, no human being in the world can make you feel better. In Psalm 49, verse 6, they trust in their treasures and boast in their riches. Yet not one of them, though rich as a king, could rescue his own brother from the guilt of his sins. Not one could give God the ransom price for the soul of another, let alone for himself. The amazing thing, and I'm going to give you a recommendation. Go back and read the book of Hebrews. The amazing thing about guilt is it gets into our conscience, and the only person who is capable of alleviating the pain and the overwhelmment of sin in the conscience is God. So today, as we go over those scriptures, a few thoughts on guilt. I don't want you to feel guiltier. I want you to know that you can be guilt-free with forgiveness in our first episode. I'll tell you a story, and then we're going to bring in our, our speakers. When I was about 10, I got a bow and an arrow. Bow and arrow. I used to think I would be a Native American. Well, I, 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 there's Cherokee in our family, so I thought I was like going to be a, a Native American, uh, you know, a fighter. And so I used to always go for the bow and the arrow. And uh, my dad would, you know, he we, he used to go shopping for groceries, and he'd take me along, and he'd guarantee I'd get a toy every time I went with him. And so this particular time I got a bow and arrow, one with suction cups. Got home, you know, got three or four arrows, went out in the front yard, and I was shooting at trees, shooting up in the sky you know, sort of feeling the inner Cochise. And that's what I wanted my name to be. When I was a kid, I wanted my name to be Cochise. 
<laughs> and uh, I thought about Geronimo, but Cochise seemed about right. And uh, I've read books about him, by the way. One day we'll do a Native American episode. I've got a university, Washington State University professor who's going to join me for that. I already, uh, already signed up. But uh, I was firing the arrow, and all of a sudden I heard a crash, and it, it broke the window in the garage door. I was out by myself, so I had to think about, do I, really want to, do I really want to tell my dad I did this, or do I just want to go run over and play with my friends and come back later and act like I don't know what happened? I felt guilty. I stood outside, looked at the window, looked around, thought for a bit, had plenty of time to get away with it, and then something, I don't know what it was, who knows, probably some of you know, made me go inside the house. I went inside the house, and I said, Dad, he was reading the newspaper. I said, I just broke the window, and I thought, I'm going to get in massive trouble. This is going to be bad. He lowered the paper and he looked at me and he said, I don't worry about it. We'll fix it later. Go on out and play. That was probably the first time in my life I remember what it felt to be forgiven. So I want you to be thinking right now, no matter how guilty you feel, you can be forgiven, not just by your father, but your father in heaven. And we're going to talk about that. And so I want to get in here now and I want to find out from Mike and Amy and Cameron, you've been thinking about this subject of forgiveness and these thoughts about guilt. Talk to me about what you guys think guilt does, can do, why forgiveness is so important. I mean, I, I think for me, reading through these, the thing that stands out to me is I get guilty about everything. That's my first response. I'm kind of a sure. perfectionist. <laughs> and uh, so if I do anything wrong, I mean, my first response is I shouldn't have done that. Even if it's not even something wrong, I should should do this, shouldn't, shouldn't have done that, should have talked to that person, shouldn't have talked to that person, you know, and... Uh, I'm a new mom, and so everything makes me feel guilty. If I don't, you know, give her all organic food, I'm like, she's going to have <laughs> brain damage or, you know, or something. And it's just guilt all the time. And I hate that feeling. It's right. so burdensome. So I think I think it motivates me to find some way to get rid of that feeling, whether that's, oh, that's not that bad. Everybody does it. Or, you know, and I get in these kind of internal battles in my head. So I think the, you know, guilt is staggering and and, and painful. Is It totally resonates with me, I think. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's funny, too. I mean, I'm Mike, and, and Amy's my wife. I'm her husband. And we <laughs> handle—we're both totally guilt-driven people, but it's funny because we can handle it pretty differently. We were talking about it a little bit before uh, today, and um, while Amy just mentioned she do anything I can to get rid of it, I right. am do anything I can to not have to think about it. I will go out of my way to avoid— What do you do? —and live in denial. I mean, I will—I'll keep busy— Busy. Right? I'll keep it. I'll go okay, keep know, moving to, to work and type away on a computer. Right. I, I could sit on a laptop for days. Right. It'll just <laughs> keep, keep me away from stuff. Keep me uh, hobbies. Um, you know things I'm interested in. Music. What's a favorite hobby? Uh, I like. I don't know if you call playing a guitar a hobby. I like playing guitar. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's somewhere in between. Like. A, I don't know. Interest, so you'll play music in order to be able to what? Not think about it. Yeah, not think about it. Like kind of, it's, it's like the temporary relief. So, Amy, does that mean that when he starts playing music, you know he's guilty? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Something's yeah, wrong. He's going for the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Killing me softly with his work. You know, she'll laugh because I start inching closer in my hand. She's like, "Where are you, are you going to the guitar?" Yeah, with me, I, I can I can feel a mixture of the ignorance, like trying to ignore guilt, but also uh, feeling overwhelmed by it. So I so either way, I mostly ignore it because I can get overwhelmed by it when I do try to feel it. Like I, I feel like I either feel a lot for people and all these things I have to do or like, or I don't feel it at all. It's like, it's kind of extremes for me, but another way I'm pretty extroverted guys. So I don't tend to feel the emotion of guilt a lot, like, but it also comes out in a weird way where I will 
actually say things like if someone's saying something and I know I need to help them or I, I feel like I need to say something like they're doing something wrong or whatever it is where they say something to me I feel hurt I'll say it because I don't want to f- feel any of that like I, I'm not really good at keeping things inside so I'll say it but then I'll end up hurting people and, and you know because I'll just like I don't want to carry that so sometimes hey, I now you said out. something very interesting you said that you don't I I, I, I didn't quite catch it you don't feel emotion about guilt? I, I didn't understand. Well, I don't, I don't walk around feeling the guilt a lot of the time, but I think it's because I say everything that's on my mind most of the time. Like, so what does it mean to feel guilt to you? Right. That's, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's why I asked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh, feeling guilt, I think of uh, – when I think of guilt, I, can, I think it's synonymous with shame. It's like a self-condemning type of thought or like a, I'm feeling bad about myself. I'm feeling uh, – uh, like unworthy or maybe uh, I'm trying to think of other synonyms to describe it. Um, but So like like when I wake up in the morning, you know, and if you're out there and you have a quiet time, uh, a quiet, maybe if you have a quiet time, you know what I'm talking about. If you're unfamiliar with quiet times, that's when you get up in the morning, you read your Bible, you pray. So I'll get up in the morning and I'll go out and I'll just feel like something's wrong. Hmm. I'll be like, what's wrong? Why don't right. I feel great? Yeah. Guilt can be that way. Right. Like it doesn't have to be a labeled emotion. It can be a disposition. It can be sometimes, you know, I, something I do, I don't know about you guys, I can get angry when I'm guilty. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because all of a sudden yeah. I'm like, I got an attitude. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. like, and then I'm like, why, why am I so bothered? Why right. am I so irritated? Uh-huh. And it's because I feel guilty. Right. And so that's why I think, what is it? Um, I'm going to have to guess on this one. I think it's Psalm 17. That's why David says, examine me, O God, yeah. and see if there's any unclean or Completely. sinful way in me. Because you can feel physical you can feel right. just a weird feeling and so reason i'm asking the question is right. sometimes people can be like a, most people who are religious go to right. been going to church since the birth the, the birth of their life yeah they don't feel guilt as much right like me i wasn't and so when i came back into the church or i'm sorry back yeah. in i never was in when i came into the church i was overwhelmed with guilt because i was used to doing all this stuff that right. i never felt bad about at all in fact it was miserable to be a christian because i was like golly man i can't even like think Without yeah. feeling bad, right? But these religious people that were in the were sitting next to me, they didn't feel bad about anything because they were like, "Well, I don't do that much bad," and I'm and, right. And so it's I, I'm just want people yourself. out there to be thinking: just because you don't feel uh, an emotion or you can't label one or can't really clearly identify it, you want to learn to explore it because guilt, like fear, can be a guide, right? And that's where I think the ignorance comes in, or I ignore it because, and I think a lot of time for me, it's when I'm really prideful, I'm guilty or insecure. Yeah, and that kind of you know goes hand in hand. When I'm prideful, I'm usually insecure, but it's yeah. usually insecure about something I'm not doing or something I didn't feel like I did well enough. Or um, yeah, so I think. Yeah, I, I can. Do you totally ever ignore be... it? Because I'm just thinking about some things you and I've talked about off yeah. off mic. Do you ever ignore it because you got so much stuff coming at you that you're like, wait a minute, I can't add one more thing to. Oh, think completely. About. Yeah, no, I, I mostly it's that because I think I I kind of have my cup over full. Sometimes yeah. I'm not usually dealing because I think the same reason I don't necessarily deal with the guilt or I ignore it is I'm ignoring other emotions that are ah. quote unquote negative, and I feel like you know I don't want to feel that right now because I don't like feeling sad. I don't like feeling whatever guilty, embarrassed, you know, you know, ashamed of something. I think yeah. those sometimes I can be like, definitely I, not I, good feelings. No, no. <laughs> so I'm like, so sometimes, yeah, if I'm feeling that it can be, yeah, just there's too many other things coming at me and I'm not going to deal with it. Amy, yeah. do you, do you, as you're listening, do you, do you see a pattern of, uh, how people deal with guilt? Do you, do you, I'm just, this is just a question. Mm-hmm. It's a, 
it doesn't have to be like a exact academic studied <laughs> research to answer. But do you see any patterns in how people deal with guilt? Even as you're listening to all of us talk, do you? Do you think uh, yeah, probably a- wanting it to go away in some way, right? <laughs> ignoring it. Um, you know, I mean, I think for me, there's uh, ignoring it's been a big thing. When I feel really guilty about something, you know, I just just want to make that go away. For me, I, I've since high school, I've had an eating disorder that I battled, you know, sure. uh, off and on. And and there's definitely been a lot of times where I'm like, I don't even feel guilty about you know what I'm doing and yeah. um and so even though it is it affects my heart it makes sure. me numb it could you know really harden me but um but I don't want to feel bad about it so you know even that's it could be one of the biggest things in my life that I'm battling but I wouldn't tell you I feel guilty about it because I'm right. trying so hard to ignore well, that, that feeling and that's yeah. what I like even to Cameron's point like because we say the phrase I feel guilty but <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if that's there's I am guilty, right? right? I have guilt. And when I say like, I feel this, that usually, you know, implies that uh, I can identify it and speak of it. But sometimes like the ignore, I spend so much time just trying not to feel bad right. that mm-hmm. I am carrying around all this guilt about things I've done. Or a bigger thing we were talking about before, you know, because in, in college is when a lot of my outward stuff would happen. Sure. You know, parties and drinking. Now, you know, I'm in my 30s. You know, I'm a parent now. It's a lot of my guilt comes from the stuff that I'm just holding inside, things that I think or things that I know I should do that I don't. Yeah. Right. So, but I just want to run away from that. And so I'm not thinking about it. So it's going to be hard to say, wow, I'm feeling very guilty. Like that, that would imply that I would, I'm doing work to figure something out or at least talking, right. you know, it's so that dad guilt opposed to the mic. Say that again. Dad guilt opposed to the mic. I still have the college guilt and I'm way beyond college. <laughs> I'm still doing dastardly deeds. I, I, I'm not, well, that I have, good. I have I'm like, not that good of a person. <laughs> I have guilt and then it turns to regret for me. Like I have a lot of regret from the past, yeah. you know? And so I don't know if now, that's, see, and that's an interesting thing. I actually was, working on that for myself the other day and I was I was I was looking I don't have those notes in front of me but I was looking at the fact that yeah guilt and regret Mm -hmm. and 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 that that what I can do is I can look back and go man because I'm in my 50s right so I can look back with the maturity and spirituality I have now and feel worse about the choices I made then. Right. Like back when I was doing, you know, sins of various types. Right. I was like, I don't know, this isn't that bad. I'm not even sure this is a sin. Uh, <laughs> then right. I look back on it now, I'm like, I, I, I can't even conceive of what was on my mind at the time. So I think what you're bringing out, let's call regret residual guilt. Ooh. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's, right? that's we awful. Just, we just made something up. Because right, I, I sometimes I don't know where one ends and the other begins, right? Because I'm like, it's in the past. Why do I still feel stuff about right. it you know and it's it, yeah it's in the past but you're living it now you're still like in that right. emotional well, state so, and sometimes there's consequences that i face today because of how i was uh, in the past right so in college i was a bad student right i didn't study uh, you know, yeah, i would, no, I I would play it. video games or party instead of right. do work right and so oh, no, I get it, that. that manifests today and going like man i mean I, my life is i feel really grateful for my life right we have an yeah. awesome little baby girl now and we're pretty much set but but i go man I can't help but think sometimes, like, well, what would have been like? What would it have been like if I blank? Right. You know, if I studied more? If I didn't, you know, give into so much laziness and oh, just giving you. it, you know what I mean? Or and so those things come up. So I'm like, am I am I still guilty? It didn't happen in the past. I feel pretty, you know, I feel forgiven and grateful that I am where I am today. And the people that I hurt uh, forgave me for the most part. Of the people I, I talked to, like, I was fortunate enough to have a lot of great people in my life that. We're able to to look past a lot of stuff, but you know that stuff will will come up sometimes, and so a lot of my shortcomings or or character gaps or, or things that I you feel like I'm I'm missing right now, I go, would it have been different? Right. And so so sometimes that can that can creep oh, up. Yeah. 
I can relate to that because I'm, I mean, I'm a high school dropout. I eventually got my college degree, but I can feel like I'm behind and I can, and I can still think of that sometimes and have the residual guilt or be like, what would I be like if I, mm. you know, would have put more work in earlier? Cause I feel like now I'm still trying to put in the work, but even then it's like, I, I do have these character gaps or like you said, like just the shortcomings where I feel like, man, I just did not. I was just choosing to do whatever I wanted to <laughs> no, do. No, right now Amy's feeling superior to both of them. <laughs> Amy went to Berkeley and she's she's pretty smart, so yeah. she's going, "Boy, these poor boys. It's so sad. It's so sad." It's right. so, no, okay. Uh, you know, this is interesting because you're taking it in a, in a direction that is is you know I I, I just wrote wrote it down. Residual guilt, regret is residual yeah, guilt. Yeah, like We're that. just going to make that up right now. Um, how does that affect you? So let me just put this before you, right? So if you you know, regret that maybe you didn't make the effort you could have made in uh, academically or something, right? It could be athletically as well. Does that make you more motivated in the here and now? So theoretically, mm-hmm. you would, if you had a regret, you try to make up for that regret by being a different person in the present. Or does it make you go, it's too late for me to change, so why make the effort now? So I'm trying to figure out yeah. when you have this regret – does yeah. it motivate you to be a different person in the here and now? Right. Or do you tend to become paralyzed by having defined yourself as the proverbial loser? Yeah, I guess mm. it depends on the day for me. I think depends on where I'm, where I'm at <laughs> mentally and spiritually. But I think uh, I think guilt is not a good motivator for me. I end up feeling kind of worse about myself and then less motivated to do anything about it when I'm in that space of regret and I didn't do this and now where it's my life. But I, so I think when I, when I talk about that with people, cause it, it always comes up like, you know, random life events will happen. Like my little sister just got married. Love yeah. it. Love yeah. my little sister. But I was like, couldn't help but think I'm not married. I'm the last one of the family. She's younger than me. You know, just having right. those kind of thoughts right. and then thinking why that is. But at the same time, when I don't stay there and I get a little bit more motivation of like, cause I think that my life is pretty good and there is choices I've made that have been <laughs> not something I don't regret. And yeah. I, ha- I do see how God's used um, things where I have put in the work or I have um, chosen to be spiritual or whatever. And, and so I, I, I don't think my life is total trash, even though, you know, maybe I'm um, behind in some regards or some by some measures. But uh, so I guess it depends on my perspective and, and, and my faith really uh, on where I think God's taking me now because I know he doesn't really hold that against me. In fact, I think that was part of the plan of why I'm here. I think if I wasn't such a, <laughs> a crazy kid, I probably wouldn't have uh, saw my need for God. Uh, but yeah, so I, I think when I bring it back to that, it helps me to, uh, you know, actually get motivated. I think for me, it paralyzes me. I, I didn't do sports mm-hmm. as a kid and uh, I regret that. I feel like oh, I have so much character you get from sports, but I felt like I wasn't good at it. So I just didn't do it. But you know what I do is I want I want our baby to do sports. I'm like, <laughs> what oh, team is she going to be on? Oh, She's yeah, going to do, you yeah, know, yeah. we're already Poor planning child. it out. I know. I'm already planning it, living through her. She's got to do team sports, you know, and uh, I have my list of things because I feel like I, did, I wish I had done that, you know, and, mm. uh, and that, can, that regret can motivate me in, you know, probably a way that's not good. Don't bring her on wrestle, turn her into a Wolverine. Hey. <laughs> hey. Go blue. Number four in the nation. We just gotta hold on. Yeah. Um Okay. In this episode we're talking about a few thoughts on guilt. Mike led us in a cool direction and got us talking about regret, which I'm really glad he did. And so what we basically came away with, there's three forms of guilt. True guilt, you know, something we've done that we shouldn't have done, that we know in our conscience we shouldn't have done, and then we need to work it out and get it get it get get forgiven for it. False guilt, something that, you know, 
it really doesn't matter. It's not really an issue of sin, righteousness, good, evil. It's just something we in our own mind feel bad about. Maybe you ate a second piece of cake and you feel guilty. You shouldn't. Mm. You should have just knocked that cake out. And if you feel like you need to lose the calories, <laughs> go run around the block. But you shouldn't feel guilty about it. But then residual guilt, regret. I think we could explore that a lot more. Um, but we don't have uh, – this podcast isn't going to focus on that. I want to leave you with a really positive note and tell you this. The whole point is not for you to feel more guilty. It's what Cameron was talking about. It's to develop a level of awareness to know what's affecting you. And I like what Cameron said. Don't let guilt be a motivator. Don't let it be. Now, I do think that the regret explored can become a tremendous motivator. But to close this thing on out, what I want to do is I'm going to ask these guys a couple of questions. We are adding this to our format uh, as we close on out. And the first question is going to be about either a Bible study or a character recommendation, a biblical character recommendation from these guys to support this theme of forgiveness and dealing with guilt today. That's going to be the first question in just a minute. And I'm going to start with, I'm just going to call out one of them. They're going to have to come through and give me a Bible <laughs> study. You meaning, you know, like, okay, you could study this in this place or a character, biblical character recommendation to support the podcast theme. And so I'm going to go with Cameron. Oh, yeah. So a uh, Bible study recommendation or a book to start. And I, I like Galatians uh, with a focus on the Holy Spirit and grace. If you can combine those two. Because All right. I think it really breaks it down. All right, sounds good. Um, character good. as well? No, no, just oh, one. Okay. You're only going to do one. <laughs> okay. Come on, man. Don't get greedy. <laughs> or you'll have residual guilt, regret. Amy? Uh, I like Psalm 51. Oh, just... man. Oh, that was she not... hurt you. I, don't, that, <laughs> I, I believe you were playing your guitar and stole it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so, I, I just think it's because it's a psalm that um, I think from David when he had you know, murdered somebody, committed adultery, and it always makes me feel like, well, I didn't murder anybody, so I think I could pray through this and learn how to handle my guilt. You know? <laughs> I didn't murder anybody, at least that we know of. Right. <laughs> okay, good. Mike. All right, well, I'll go with uh, Peter then and uh, read Matthew. Um, Peter. You know, I, looking back, I don't know if it says the word guilt when it describes right. him, but when I think about what he went through and uh, denying Jesus and then Jesus mm-hmm. forgiving mm-hmm. him. And Absolutely. to me, Peter was a guy who would most put himself out there oh, yeah. and, you know, stumble and, you know, but he grew the most, I think, because That's of a beautiful one, because in Luke, in Luke chapter five, when he meets Jesus, what does he say? He says, go away from me, Lord, from a sinful man. Yeah. He's carrying guilt. Boom. Boom. Nice. Got nice. Him. You nailed it. Okay. Next. Next part of this. We're almost closing it out. I'm going to give you a couple of questions for you guys to answer. Is this thing that I'm talking about inspired or is it tired? Ooh. Okay. All inspired right. or tired? We okay. get to rate it. Yeah, yeah, you're going to do it. <laughs> oh, so I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to say, inspired or tired? I'm going to start with Cameron. No, I'll start with Mike, work my way around, and we'll just keep going through. Okay, first question. Inspired or tired? Bill Murray. Bill comedian. Murray. Is he inspired or tired? Oh, he's inspired for sure. He's timeless. Okay, like, timeless. He's going to be a, a ghost, and he's still going to be showing up at random photo bombs. Okay, all right. All right. You know, they got <laughs> a documentary about him just showing up at places. Have really? you seen it? No. I seen, yeah, it's a documentary of Bill Murray. And somebody decided to go out and film him, and he just shows up at people's weddings, parties, yeah, yeah, and That's it's a hilarious. part of it. Just shows up at football, touch football games, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he's legendary for what that. A yeah, yeah. So it's a whole. <laughs> I didn't document. know there was a, it's a documentary, documentary though. I gotta watch that. Okay, uh, okay, Amy. Uh, inspired or tired, uh, Cal Berkeley. <laughs> inspired always. It is how. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm inspired about it. Is that <laughs> <laughs> why are you inspired? What would be your number one reason why someone should? Work hard and try to get into Cal Berkeley. Oh, I just love Think the atmosphere daughter. there. Um, wait, you know, I actually transferred there. I didn't start out there, so I. But I, uh, I just love the environment. People feel like they could change the world there. That wow, you feel that I like when you walk that. on campus. Now I want to go. 
Berkeley. So if you're out there and you're looking for a college, work hard. It's not as hard to get in as you think it is. You just got to work hard and make sure those grades are up. Be disciplined, be focused, and don't play sports. It'll distract you, basically. <laughs> That's Amy's tip for you. Okay, Cameron, inspired or tired? Chance the Rapper. Oh, definitely inspired. Chance is killing the game. I think he's he's constantly coming out with new ideas, innovating, but he's also working in the community and doing a, a lot for Chicago and beyond. So I think Chance is definitely someone I look up to, even though he's younger than me, which is also is he really uh, a little convicted on. All that. right, yeah. all right. <laughs> one more round. Mike, get a tired one. Mike, inspired. I can't. I can't determine. <laughs> you could have said. I would have said Berkeley's tired because it's trying to be the University of Michigan with their colors. And oh, then you go find uh-huh. a new mascot and new colors. But, which came first? I don't know. All right. So this. Okay. You just made. You just made me mess up my. Uh, <laughs> uh, inspired or tired political commentary in america today oh my gosh tired for sure political commentary yeah okay let me think about how to answer that i think tired because of how um desperate publishers are for clicks for views and for winning like the mind space wars and people you know so it's 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 a uh it's hard to find something that's going to actually teach you something right you're going to find what's going to be the most sensationalist you know do we have to watch you know trump do another round of golf you know like it's going to be anything that's going to get your attention and win and so it's just it's yeah you just don't really know who to trust or what to trust or you have to work pretty hard to find outlets that are going to give you it's not even biased because i think i don't think there's anything wrong with bias as long as you're aware of you know Your what's out there i get who okay. you are and okay. see but right. but yeah i'm just not feeling just like what's out there all right amy it's your turn now tired or inspired all of the critiques of the bay area being too expensive and that people shouldn't want to live here because there's a lot of negativity out there about it's crowded it's expensive it's not a good place to live you should go live someplace else like oregon or whatever is that tired or inspired what do you think oh i think it's tired i think we all know it's expensive to live here you know that's that's not news <laughs> but it's awesome you know it's the best place to be i think I, you know i don't i wouldn't want to be anywhere else so i think it's i think it's yeah it's tired to keep saying it cuz we we know <laughs> we know. Bam. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cameron, you're final. Oh, inspired or tired? Five for fighting the band. Ooh, I don't know enough about five for fighting to be real. Uh, so I guess tired because I feel like they didn't inspire me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, five for fighting. <laughs> All right. All right. So before we roll on out, I'm going to ask for uh, Cameron to give me a movie recommendation. Yes, definitely. So, one of my favorite movies, I think, too. I mean, are you talking about for, for the holiday season, just in general? Yeah, for the holiday season. Thanks for so, reminding. We're going to um, give you some holiday season uh, movies before we get out of here, and we're going to give you a movie, and then we're going to come back around and give you a uh, music for the holidays, and right. then we're going to wrap on this. This is a this little episode. cliche, at least for me, but I think we both share this because um, I know you showed it uh, a while ago, but. It's a Wonderful Life. We watch every year as a family. Oh, you got to watch It's a Wonderful Life. And I will just give a case for that because every year I learn something new when I watch that movie. Um, You're talking. Because that is... That junk is flat deep. out right. All I gotta say, that junk is flat deep. out right. The ending made me cry one flat time. Flat right. When I stopped talking about heart. Shut down the heart. podcast. Yeah, put uh, on one for life right now. <laughs> just because it's black and white, don't ignore it. <laughs> Your time is up, Amy. Here's uh, a movie recommendation movie. for Family the Family Man. Nicholas oh, Cage. Oh, you guys are going two for two for me. Those are the two lockdowns. <laughs> Why you like Family Man? I, I think it just helps you value the right things, right? He's got the career and everything, and then he sees how the family, even though it's messy and it's hard, it's awesome. Talk about awesome. guilt and overcoming. Yeah, boy. Um, All right, we're about to go three for three. Inspired, best Christmas movie. No, 
You know where I'm going with this. I know you are. Die Hard. Oh, <laughs> you surprised me. No. Actually, I thought you were awesome. going with a Christmas story. Oh, no, no. I was, and that's what they expected. You, know, <laughs> you nailed it. With Bruce Die Hard. Hard. Yep, yep. See, now I'm old enough. I saw that in the theater. Did you really? They're, uh, it's 30th anniversary, and I think some theaters are showing it again. Oh. In, uh, I think Mount, Mountain View. We live in the Bay Area. I own it. I own it. I own it. Oh, of course. I own it. Coming over. All right. All right. Last thing. Music recommendation for the holidays. Let's start with Mike. Work our way through. Hey, everybody out there, we hope you appreciate it. This is about forgiveness, and the holidays is going to be a season of forgiveness, so don't walk away feeling guilty. Walk away feeling good, knowing you can find a solution, and that you can put some of this music on your Spotify or your Google Music or whatever it is you listen to. Yeah, you got to go with Vince Guaraldi. Got to go with the trio. Oh, holiday, holiday albums, right? You're, yeah, Peanuts. holiday albums. You're, you're yeah. getting them the whole album. You're, getting, you're locking down with Charlie Brown all the way. Oh, yeah. You're going all with day. Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Charlie and Lucy. Yeah, you can't Schultz. go wrong. Just repeat. You're Charlie bringing Quartet. it. You're bringing right. it. Well, Do we even one. need to go on? No, end it. After that? End that's all terrible podcasts. to put that out Say it again. Tell it again. Vince Guaraldi trio. I think it's called Charlie Brown Christmas, right? Absolutely. Okay, Amy? All right. Well, even though you probably heard it about 800 times already, I like uh, Mariah Carey. All I want for no. Christmas is you. Uh, <laughs> it's so upbeat. It's so upbeat. It makes you happy. Great okay, divine. Yeah. Mariah is awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I went. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I, I the don't. The album's good though. The but, album's good. So the album's good. I, I just well, listened to the one. I, I own it. <laughs> I own it. But I, I, I just never would have thought of that. But so. Okay, Amy's locking down. She's bringing Mariah Carey. It's a message. It's all I want for Christmas is you. It's about relationships. I just lost some podcast listeners that I didn't jump right on that and support it. I know people are going, if Russ can't hear Mariah Carey, he's just got issues. I do have issues, by the way. Cameron, final music. Um, So uh, you're welcome if you haven't heard of them already, but Francis and the Lights, specific song called Come Back. I think that has to do with what we're talking about with guilt and everything, but Francis and the Lights are killing it right now. Never heard of it in my life. You're welcome. And I don't plan on listening oh, to it. Oh wow! You gotta, you can't knock it till you listen to it. Okay, that's a good point. There's a, there's that's five, five that's for fighting. Me uh, back nice. That's five, me back five nice. for fighting. Side Send project. me a text. Send me a text, and oh, yeah. I will listen to who is this freaky and the Francis, Friday Francis and the lights. Francis and the lights. Oh yeah. You, you know when don't you come on, on when you sing it, I'll I'll do it. Okay. Oh, hey everybody, we're gonna close this one down. But we want to tell you this: it doesn't do any good to listen to a podcast or even read the Bible alone. You won't grow enough. So you want to continue this conversation. Find yourself a circle of relationships. I recommend five people. People that are close to you, that you can trust, that you feel good around, that are transparent and vulnerable themselves. And spend some time today or tomorrow talking about identifying guilt, being aware of guilt, not letting it control you, and starting to seek some solutions. We'll be back with another episode that will give you some even uh, better answers to how to deal with and attack it. Until then, have a great day, great day at work, great sleep, whatever you're doing. Good night. Good morning and goodbye. We hope you enjoyed this episode and be sure to check out our website at deepspirituality.net and our YouTube channel called Deep Spirituality. If you enjoyed these episodes, don't hesitate to leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. We really appreciate it and thanks for listening.